Gold Coast's 92.5 Triple M Gold. With another Flan, Alley and Spider podcast. The breakfast show of the same name, live from 5am out of our Broadbeat studios. Yes. Yep. You know one thing I don't think we celebrate hard enough? Mm. And I know a lot of people are buying into Halloween. A lot of people say it's American. It started in Ireland. Blah, 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 blah. Super Bowl, another one. I don't reckon Australians give... Chinese New Year, the Lunar New Year, enough credit. I agree. Mm. I reckon it should be a big celebration. I love it. I love, uh, you know, all the activities that go around it. And Mm. I know this year they're going to be doing it massive in Southport again. But I love Chinese New Year. Yep. Year of the Dragon. Yeah, it's the big one. Is it? That's the big year. Yeah, It's apparently a great year for all, but particularly for dragons, apparently. Do you know what year you were born in in terms of Chinese stuff? I know what year I was born. Uh But I don't know Where, what it is. I'll have I a do. crack. I'd say it was the rat. No, we, born in 1974, are Year of the Tiger. Oh, I love the way Year of the Tiger. Yeah. Yes, what that's are you? Cool. Do you know what you are, Flan? Yeah, I'm the Year of the Snake. Oh, you're Ooh. a snake. Well, you know what's interesting? There is a book that combines astrology with Chinese New Year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is um, an amazing book. And uh, whether you believe in that kind of thing or not, it combines your Chinese sign with your astrology. Mm-hmm. And it says of the snake, particularly the wood snake, that um, you in- tend to end up riders. Are you a wood snake? Really? I'm a woody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate your wood snake. Hang on, I'm trying to shed <laughs> my skin here. Okay. Yeah. But it says that they tend to end up riders. Now, we had 180 kids in my year. Mm-hmm. Like nearly 90 of them ended up riders. Are you all wood snakes? Yeah, very much. Wow. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. Al Dobie, what are you? Born in uh, 1968. Yes. You're, do you know what you are? No. no you are a monkey. You're a dirty monkey. Yeah, yeah, you're a troublemaking monkey. Yeah. You're yep. very similar to Bubbles. Mm. Yeah, well, Bubbles was a chimpanzee. Is yeah. Bubbles still alive? Yeah, Bubbles is around. Oh, good. That's yeah. good. That's good. Well, there you go. Right. Make sure you do celebrate Chinese New Year. I think it's underrated. It's well, great. Yep. And if yep. you do want to go, check out Southport. They do a great job. Great Chinese restaurants yes, around there. they do. Uh, Oscar Buzz is on this podcast. Uh, a lot of entertainment news. Yeah, true. And he's a dirtbag. So enjoy. Right. That coming up. Ali asked today something that really caught your eye. Yeah, absolutely. I just think it was something that happened to uh, a Victorian Member of Parliament, her name's Georgie Purcell, mm. and yeah, she was uh, had some very poor treatment by a media outlet. Absolutely, that coming up in the podcast. Here it is. Yeah, yeah. look, it's awards season in Hollywood at the moment. They've all gone bunter, and if you need some sensitive information handled sensitively, this is the bloke you don't get. I'm Oscar Buzz. I'm the purveyor of scuttlebutt and tittletail, but I focus on tittle and butt. Still reeling from the news, Gold Coast Queen Marco Robbie did not receive an Academy Award nomination for playing Barbie. No, I'm angry. It's the biggest Oscar snub in history. It's an astounding portrayal of a doll come to life. It's like Pamela Anderson in reverse. This is breaking news. I have breaking Kim Kardashian news. I've just learned so much. I'm crossing now live to Bob Boombas outside the Kardashian mansion. What's the situation, Bob? 
Why, thank you, Oscar. Kim Kardashian's surgeon just held a press conference saying he has successfully added yet another row of breast implants, making five. That's five rows. Twelve boobs in total. How sure are we of our source, Rob, and our mathematics? Uh, not very, Oscar. Great work, Rob! Oh, it changes everything. I'm Oscar Boss! Now, away with you. Triple M Gold would like to let listeners know that whatever Flan says has nothing to do with this session. Question. Ask me. Ali asks. Well, at the end of uh, when I tell you what's happened, I'm going to ask for your thoughts. So it's not a specific question today. It's just mm. about your thoughts in relation to this. What are what's you happening? Think? There is a member of parliament for Northern Victoria. She's a qualified lawyer and animal rights activist. Can I speak? Advocate. Her name is Georgie Purcell. Okay. And so one of the big networks, uh, television networks, yesterday they were doing a story on her and they put up a photo of Georgie that they had uh, grabbed off the internet. Okay. But what they did to the photo was they photoshopped it. Okay. Without her permission. So she saw this flash up uh, on TV and what they've done to the photo, her original photo, and they've got uh, both of them up there showing. Yep. She, she has them. She shared this on her Twitter. So her original photo is just of her in a simple white dress with no sleeves uh, and then what they've done is they've photoshopped it to give her much bigger breasts and they've turned her dress into a midriff, like turned it into as if it's a crop top. And a skirt. Oh. So they've completely changed her look. Why would they have done that? Well, exactly. What was the motivation? Is it for, well, click, for people to click on? Did she? No. Yeah, well, why, she, did, this is what she said. She said, you know, having her, she said, I endured a lot yesterday. Having my body and outfit photoshopped by a media outlet uh, is just not on. She said, note the enlarged boobs and outfit are to be made more revealing. She said, I can't imagine this happening to a male MP. What gives? You know, well, Barnaby could do it a bit. Well, potentially, yes. But when you think about it, I mean, she is she is obviously Clive. someone that's very passionate about serious issues. Why would they change her appearance? To me, I would imagine that they're changing her appearance to make her maybe seem uh, less serious, less potentially oh, less know, impactful. And less her... impactful, oh, okay. exactly. Like they've turned her into someone they've disempowered that... her. Basically, have well, you seen I the photo? So. Oh, I'm just looking at it right now, Spider. Ooh. It is noticeably different, as Ali described. She goes from wearing quite a demure white dress mm-hmm. um, with what looks like a drop waist, um, and they've literally cut it off and they've added midriff. Yes, you can see her tummy, but that wasn't there. No, exactly. That's weird, and it is totally weird. So they, this uh, particular network has come out with a statement, and they said that their graphics department sourced an online image to use in our story. As is common practice, the image was resized to fit our specs, and they said during that process, the automation by Photoshop created an image that was not consistent with the original. What? And they've apologised for doing that. Now, so they're, they're basically saying it was automatically done and yes. we didn't notice. How on earth a Photoshop is supposed to turn someone's dress instantly created into a midriff yeah. and give her huge boobs? Is she I filthy about it? She is absolutely filthy and she's calling BS. I think she should be. Yes. And, and she's I, a lawyer, did you say? Yes, yeah, she oh. is. And look... I, Here we go. You know, some people some people might say, oh, well, that's not a big deal. People uh, filter themselves and Photoshop themselves all the time. I personally, though, I really feel quite strongly about this. I think this is really disgusting because 
what they're doing, I mean, there's something that I'm really passionate about and I feel like we all are as a team, as a show. It's authenticity. Yeah. yeah. Do not change who I am, you know, and, and I'm sure that we all at times have been edited and we're quite particular about that. It's like, no, don't, please don't take that, you know, big breath out because it changes who I am. What this media outlet done, what this network has done, they have changed who she is as a person, mm. and I think okay. it's absolutely disgusting. All right. Although yeah. I would like this function on my driver's licence photo. And I know, <laughs> absolutely, and I know you can ask for callers, but is this any different to the way you edit it in shows like Maths? Like reality it, TV you know, shows? You, 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 your look is one thing, your personality is another. Is, mm. is there any difference in them editing to make you look this way even though you're not that way? I, I guess in one way the only thing I'd say about that is with those a lot of those reality TV shows, they not kind of know what they're in for. But, yeah, no, I take your point. It's mm. not good. Look, one three hundred nine two five triple six. we would love to know your thoughts. Is it, are you, do, do you agree with me? Is this disgusting that they have completely changed her image, particularly without her permission, or is it not... As big a deal as what I think. Question ask me. Ali asks. Well, I want to know your thoughts on the following. Northern Victorian Member of Parliament, a qualified lawyer and animal activist, Georgie Purcell, has called out one of the big media outlets for photoshopping an image of her without her permission. They changed a photo of her in a white dress uh, that was, as you described, Flan. Very casual. Quite a nice, yeah, yeah. casual, demure dress. What they did was they uh, gave her bigger boobs and they turned the dress into a crop top and skirt. Made it a sexier look. They totally made it a sexier look. I believe they've done it uh, to make her people take her, I guess, less seriously. Most politicians wouldn't choose that kind of style. More no. clean baby, I would have thought. Exactly. Yeah. And she's called them out and said they would never do this to a male MP. I personally think this is absolutely disgusting of them. Uh, to do this, but we'd love to hear your thoughts. One three hundred nine two five triple six. Good morning, Kylie in Coomera. Good morning. How are you? Good, thank you. Lovely. Is this disgusting, or are we overthinking it? No, it's absolutely disgusting. Listen, I have two little girls. They're ten and they're eight years old, and this goes against everything that I've been teaching them about consent. Mm-hmm. You know, where, where are the the women's rights in this to be sexualised? Mm. Against her will. Well said. Yes. Brilliantly said, Kylie. Yeah. I'm. I am flabbergasted at this story. I. I can't believe that that uh, that they've gone ahead and done this without seeking the permission of the person. And as you made the point, Ali, your personality, uh, as Spider said, your personality and your appearance are all you have, except for your reputation. And I feel like they've made her less credible by yeah, doing this. Absolutely. I agree. Thank you, Kylie. One three hundred nine two five triple six. Good morning, Rod in Eleanor. What are your thoughts in relation to this uh, photoshopping without the, her permission? Well, this is, this is the first I'd heard of it, but it's pretty pretty grubby. I mean, I don't know the woman. Um, I've never heard of it before, but if, if they've done this. To, to make her less, um, what, important or sort of take importance away from her. Yep. But politicians do it all the time. You look at people like um, well, Barnaby Joyce. He looks like they're warmed up in person, but when you see him on the uh, on his election posters, he 
looks like Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> Do we need to unpack anything at all? No, no. Oh, no just God, what no. happened earlier this morning Let's in the show. Let's talk about what we learnt on the show today. I Spider, see. look, brilliant work. Uh, your spray, there's a particular date in <laughs> the year. Spray. It's called the end of uh, the financial year. Yeah. And you kind of, well, hang on. So I'm saying to everybody out there who is on the books of the tax man, write it in your diary. Set your alarm for June the 31st. Because I'm on, on board. There's only 30 days in June. Okay, 30 June. All right. I was close. Well done, Ali. But anyway, good pickup because Thank he you. wouldn't have got my call otherwise. Exactly. Was there ever 31 days in June? Of course there was. Mm, don't think It was seasonally so. adjusted by you. Mm. Now, I was thinking it was a leap year. All right. Well, that'd in be June. February. That's February. <laughs> it is a little bit. Yes. Anyway, so that wasn't all. Oh, oh come on. What else did Spider teach us? Oh, Name that year no, no. is a great radio contest. It's, it's a quiz. It's uh, a joke. And we play audio, and you've got to get what, guess what year, particular year. Just anyway, after 5.30 in the exactly morning. Right. I really recommend you wake up and And on a particular year, uh, a guy, he, well, grew a very big zucchini. And the zucchini, for whatever reason, <laughs> is just growing super big. I don't know if it was a particular kind or what it is, but anyhow, they all growing huge like that. What's that? Board. The biggest zucchini in the world. What year was it grown? Oh, I thought you. I thought he said zucchini, as in like a uh, zucchini for animals. <laughs> Oh, no, I've heard it all. A zucchini, a zucchini is a bikini for animals. Wow. You're going to get more vegetables in the world. I was thinking, there's a zoo in America. <laughs> a bikini for animals. Honestly. This is the moment where I realise I'm so glad I can't see your dreams. Exactly. <laughs> and we love celebrating our local heroes. And one of those, no doubt, is Bonnie Hancock. She surfed paddled around Australia on a surf ski and uh, following her journey, we did that uh, throughout the year. Uh, she put pen to paper. The book is called The Girl That Touched the Stars. It's available now, but it has this 12,500 kilometres over 254 days, mental, emotional, physical strength. But not only that, in that time, made four world records, two Guinness world records, and she's joining us right now. Bonnie, congratulations, but how are you? G'day, I'm well, how are you all? It feels like I was just talking to you, <laughs> to you when I got back. How quick is that year and a half gone? It's incredible. Have you had any um, hangovers, uh, lasting effects from that massive paddle around the country? Oh, you know what? When I got back, it was about the two months, as I was telling you guys, for the disc to settle down. And just recently, I've had some disc problems in my back, but I've more... Um, gotten back into the surf life saving like the five minute sprint distance so sort of stepping back up to the fast stuff so pushing my body again so just managing it but I don't know if that comes with being 33 racing against 18 year olds or all paddling around Australia (laughs) (laughs) Australia. now that you've had time to reflect on exactly what you achieved and the magnitude of it what does stand out to you the most what was your favorite part of that whole journey yeah, for sure. And I think it's sort of two stretches of coast and the most terrifying and the most beautiful and, you know, that crossing of the Great Australian By. It, it, that two weeks, I feel, was the make or break for the whole journey. And, you know, two weeks at sea, it's, it's hard to describe the, the isolation and the loneliness and, and just the fear that comes with knowing at any given time you could have a killer whale or a great white shark pop up next to you and, you know, in freezing waters, it's their home. And 
I think once we got to the other side of the bite, that beautiful Margaret River region and then further up the Ningaloo coast of um, Western Australia, it was, it was a celebration for my crew and I. So it was sort of the most terrifying part of the trip, followed by this amazing stretch of coastline. And that was before we got to the crocodile waters, which start around Broome. So it was sort of those two sections of coast that I feel whenever I think of the trip, they're the first I go back to. That just sounds so terrifying and so frightening and so exhausting. Do you think it aged you in the most respectful possible way? Oh, absolutely. I've got the evidence with the photographs to prove that. Um, you know, just your your skin, like physically and emotionally, I guess physically first, your skin is exposed to the salt and you feel about 80-something years old and, and, you know, you look about that age. But, you know, emotionally and mentally, absolutely. But I think in that two two weeks, I feel like I gained about 20 years in maturity and I could never have prepared myself for what was coming. And I always say the naivety did protect me, but I was forced to step up in a way that I'd never had to as an wow. individual athlete, you know, even as an iron woman, it was, it was on a whole different level. Well, you know, we are chatting to Bonnie Hancock. Uh, your, your book is The Girl Who Touched the Stars. It's uh, available right now. Can I ask, because it did put a, a lot of strain on your relationship as well, you know, if you read throughout the book, but has it inspired yourself how many people you have inspired by doing this? Yeah, I, I think the most rewarding thing for me has been people reaching out from all different backgrounds, you know. I had someone this morning who they call themselves a bookworm, um, you know, on the other side of the country reading the book. They um, had one of the early copies sent to them. Um, they own a bookstore and just connecting with people I would never, ever have met or talked to mm. had it not been for this journey. Well, it's incredibly inspiring. You inspired Spire to, to read a book, which is a, that's, yeah. that's a new thing. I've been trying to do that for three years. I've been giving him great Amazing. books. There you go. <laughs> and the book is from uh, Bonnie Hancock, wow. The Girl Who Touched the Stars. Woo. And I think not only writing the book, putting pen to paper, and actually achieving what you're able to achieve, which was an extraordinary effort, you've done it for a great cause. Gotcha for life. So, yeah, mental fitness child. You might have heard um, Gus Warland, yes. the um, yeah founder. So, little backstory: he actually lost his um, best friend, um, you know, to mental health mm-hmm. struggles, and um, wanted to do something about it. So that was 20, 2017 He started that, and um, yeah, they're, they're doing amazing things. Bonnie Hancock, you are a great Gold Coaster, and thank you so much for chatting to us. Thank you so much, and for the, for the support from all of you. I know you were one of the first interviews I did when I touched back, and thank you. you know, I was still sort of you know, get coming to terms with the journey and all of those emotions still and um, you've been right behind me the whole way. So I really appreciate it, the support from you guys, the support from the Gold Coast and I still still feel that love. You deserve it, Vaughn. Thank you, Bonnie. And don't go it alone. If you need to talk to someone, you can reach out for help. Lifeline on 131114 or lifeline.org.au or Beyond Blue, one three hundred double two four six three six or beyondblue.org.au.